节目。This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I am John Van Trieste, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. The Belgian Chamber of Representatives passes a resolution in support of Taiwan. The legislature approves the appointment of Chen Ju as head of the Control Yuan. And Taiwan records two new cases of COVID-19 on Friday, bringing the total number of cases it has recorded so far up to 454. But first, today's top story. The Belgian Chamber of Representatives on Thursday passed a resolution in support of Taiwan. The resolution urges the Belgian government to help Taiwan foster its democracy and to advocate for Taiwanese participation in international organizations. The Belgian chamber is composed of 150 members. 130 members voted in support of the resolution, while 13 abstained from the vote. No representatives voiced opposition. The resolution also calls on the Belgian government to act in seven different areas to help maintain peace and stability in the Taiwan Strait. These include encouraging the resumption of dialogue between Taiwan and China, as well as acting to de-escalate tension in the region. Belgium passed a similar pro-Taiwan resolution in 2015. However, this latest resolution comes at a time when China is exerting pressure on European countries. The Belgian Chamber's decision represents continued support for Taiwan despite Chinese pressure. The legislature has approved the appointment of Chen Ju as head of the Control Yuan. That's after days of scuffles between members of the ruling Democratic Progressive Party and opposition Guomindang over her nomination. The Control Yuan is one of Taiwan's five branches of government. It is the government's top watchdog, monitoring and investigating the other four branches of government. Chen Ju was confirmed as head of the Control Yuan in a 65 to 3 vote held at the legislature on Friday. Two further votes were declared invalid. Chen is the former secretary general of the presidential office and the former mayor of Gaoxiong. The Guomindang had opposed her nomination because the Control Yuan previously impeached members of her Gaoxiong staff. They also believe that Chen, as a longtime member of the Democratic Progressive Party, is a partisan choice for the position. President Tsai Ing-wen has nominated a total of 27 people to the Control Yuan. Chen Ju is the first of these nominees to be confirmed. Chen's term will last for six years. Taiwan recorded two new cases of COVID-19 on Friday, bringing the total number of cases it has recorded so far up to 454. Both cases are imported. The patients in these two cases both began feeling unwell while in the Philippines. Both informed airport staff of their symptoms upon their return to Taiwan earlier in the week. Meanwhile, Taiwan's Central Epidemic Command Center says that six Thai nationals who became ill after taking a flight from Taipei to Bangkok on Wednesday have tested negative for COVID-19. The center's spokesperson says that Taiwan's airports are equipped with infrared scanners that check departing passengers' temperatures before they board their flights. The spokesperson also says that the fact that all six sick passengers tested negative for COVID-19 after arriving in Thailand means that there is no longer any need for alarm. President Tsai Ing-wen has called two soldiers killed in a helicopter crash on Thursday heroes. 
Army Major Jian Renzhuan and Captain Gao Jialong died on Thursday afternoon when their OH-58D helicopter crashed at a military base in Xinzhou. They had been taking part in the annual Hanguang military exercises and were returning to base from a mission at the time. Tsai met with relatives of the deceased at a military hospital in Xinzhou Friday morning. She offered her condolences and said that the two soldiers had been heroes. She said that they were flying above a residential area when they realized their helicopter had a problem. Rather than make an emergency landing on top of houses and risk the lives of those below to save themselves, they banked away so that they would crash elsewhere. Tsai promised that the government will do its utmost to ensure the families of the deceased are looked after. She called on the defense ministry to conduct a detailed inquiry into the crash. She also called on Taiwan's people to continue supporting the military. Listen! Are you listening? <laughs> this is the sound of my country. This is the sound of Taiwan. Taiwan, a small island with a whole world of sounds. Taiwanese TV personality Belle Yu announced on Friday that she will donate all the proceeds from a fundraiser held with local bakeries to the Taipei Women's Rescue Foundation. The goal is to help the foundation raise awareness of issues such as domestic violence. In 2009, Yu founded an organization of her own called the Do Good Things Group. The group focuses on empowering women and raising funds for women-centered movements and causes. This year, her group decided that proceeds will help the Taipei Women's Rescue Foundation assist more women who have been victims of domestic violence, as well as young girls trafficked into prostitution and victims of internet violence. According to Yu, the number of domestic violence cases has increased since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. This is because many people have stayed home and avoided public spaces. The result has been that some have taken out their cabin fever on family members. While donations and funding for the Taipei Women's Rescue Foundation have dropped due to the pandemic, the foundation's deputy CEO, Du Yingjiu, says that the foundation has kept its projects going. Du thanked you and the people who bought baked goods so that the foundation can keep helping women in need. The Centers for Disease Control says that Taiwan will reopen its borders cautiously. Luo Yijun, the deputy head of the Centers for Disease Control, says that if Taiwan does not handle the reopening of borders well, then its pandemic situation might worsen. He says that if that happens, the Taiwanese public will lose faith in its leaders. Luo says that Taiwan will observe the reopening strategies of other countries to help determine the best way for Taiwan to go forward. He says that Taiwan successfully staved off COVID-19 because prevention measures were rolled out cautiously and incrementally. Luo says that the reopening of Taiwan's borders must be implemented in a similar manner. Currently, business travelers fulfilling certain criteria are allowed into Taiwan. They may apply to shorten the period they must spend in quarantine upon arrival. Luo says that of the 45 business travelers that have entered Taiwan so far, none have tested positive for COVID-19. Luo says the government will do whatever it takes to maintain control over the pandemic. Honey is one of the top 10 fake foods in the world, foods with compromised quality that are sold to unsuspecting consumers. But if it's Taiwanese honey you're buying, there will soon be a surefire way to tell whether it's the real deal. 
Honey farmed in Taiwan will soon be getting a stamp of recognition from the government. On Friday, the Council of Agriculture said that the goal of the program is to make sure consumers can tell real honey from fake. The council says that as honey grows in popularity in Taiwan, the country must import as much as 12,000 tons of honey per year in order to keep honey lovers happy. Even as local beekeepers scramble to keep up with demand, about a third of the honey sold in Taiwan each year still needs to be imported. Under these circumstances, there is a real temptation to mix in cheap syrup in order to keep costs low and to keep honey on the shelves. Some consumers have voiced their worries about accidentally buying fake Taiwanese honey to the council. That's why the council is adding honey to its list of traceable agricultural products. The certification will be shown in the form of a QR code on jars of honey. By scanning the code, consumers can see the production history of each batch of honey. At a council event announcing the honey certification program, skits were performed to teach consumers how to identify real and fake honey. Real honey is clouded and will taste a bit acidic when added to hot water, whereas fake honey is clear and will taste sweeter. Catherine Wei, RTI News. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm John Van Trieste. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.